lying on your back, letting go into gravity. As you're ready, gently draw your right knee into the chest. Right knee draws in. And just reach up, hold on to that leg with your hands, interlacing the fingers if possible. Starting to breathe into your right hip. Breathing into your right hip. And see if you can make this less about the pulling with the arms and more about letting go into the weight of the arm bones. So let your shoulder blades drop. And you might have to adjust where your hands are on your leg to find that, that just right point where the gravity and the bones create the balancing point. You might find that you are tipped a little bit to one side, and that's okay. Just breathing. Notice the dialogue, conversation, the body is speaking through sensation. Are you listening? Mindfully, use your left hand to guide that bent right knee now across the body into a twist. You can let the knee roll as far to the floor as you like. If the floor feels too far away, you can always put a block or a bolster under the shin. So take time to set yourself up. It's worth the extra few movements to make sure you're really comfortable. If you're in the pose and you're like, man, I really wish I had a whatever bolster blanket, just raise your hand, let me know what you need, and I'll bring a prop by. So once you're comfortable in the twisting portion of the posture, you can decide 
where the arms would like to be. You have the option of hooking the left hand over the leg, the right leg. You have the option of taking your right arm out to the right. And really anything in between. What feels good? What is the body asking for? What can you soften here? The jaw, the tongue, the teeth. Maybe as you relax the neck, the head wants to roll to one side. Maybe it stays neutral. Now mindfully, knowing that you have the option to use your left hand to the inner right leg to help push it back up to center, find your way back to center. Pause there for a moment. When you feel ready, you can put the foot on the floor and then slide the leg out long onto the mat. And again, just find that neutral space on your back and breathe.
and slowly draw your left knee in. Left knee draws in. Again, you can catch the leg with the hands, interlacing the fingers if possible. And find that space that's just right in your body where the hands are placed just right on the leg so that you can soften your shoulder blades and let them drop with gravity using less of a pull of the arm muscles and more of a sense of using the weight of the arm bones to maintain the position. Can you soften here? And then slowly using your right hand to draw the left knee across the body. You can roll as far to the left as you'd like. Maybe the knee is supported by a prop. Maybe it lands to the ground. And then once you're in the twist, you can decide where the rest of the body wants to be. Where do the arms want to be? Where does the head want to be? What shape do you need to take in order to feel like you can, can completely let go into gravity here? go into the support of the earth. It's Mother Earth's way of pulling us toward her. It's that mothering, nurturing embrace.
slowly, mindfully, knowing that you have your right arm there to help push the left leg back up to center. Find your way up to neutral. Gently placing the left foot on the floor when you're ready and sliding the leg out. And just breathing there. Bending your knees and placing your feet onto the floor. Gently roll to your right side and then press up to seated. And then once you're up at seated, you're going to take the right leg over the left leg into shoelace pose. So you want both knees bent deeply and you're stacking the legs so that the knees line up with one another as much as possible and the outer edges of the feet meet the floor if possible. So one thing that you can do, especially if you feel any kind of issue in the lower knee, is you can place the edge of your blanket or roll up the edge of your mat and put it there and usually that will take care of that. So what we're looking for is an opening for the outer hips. You can stay where you are if you feel like you have enough sensation in the hip already. Otherwise, you can take a deep breath in, dropping your tail, lifting the front of the arm bones. And then as you exhale, you can start to fold forward, just to your degree, until you find that place in your body where the body says, yes. Even if you're fairly upright, feel free, if you'd like, you can let the head gently drop forward, creating a little bit of a pull on the spine, starting to release the connective tissue there.
watching the sensations, watching the inner response to the sensations. Watching the body breathe. The body will let you know if you're going too deep. The sensation will get sharp or the breath will change. You'll know. So we're about halfway through the pose. For those of you who feel like you want to go deeper, but either your joints or gravity or whatever it might be is preventing you from going deeper, you can experiment with coming onto your back, keeping that cross of the legs. And then you can just wrap your arms around the thigh bones and draw the legs in that way. So that's another option. If you feel like it's the joints that are inhibiting the posture. Last few breaths.
arm. Find your way out. If you're on your back, you can just unwind the legs and hug the knees in. You're upright, come up, sit up, and then unwind the legs. Take your time. Don't be in a rush to move the joints, but when you feel ready, you can just kind of oscillate the ankles, the knees. <laughs> it's my trick knee. All right, so let's exchange sides. So left leg is on top this time. Again, you can start upright, or if you found more benefit being on your back, feel free to go there as well. stacked as much as possible and if possible outer edges of the foot to the floor and again maybe you stay in this initial upright position maybe you lengthen from both ends of the spine on your in-breath and fold forward on your out-breath what feels right for you It's easy to get caught up in that mindset of thinking that if you could just fold forward, it would be more pleasant. That's not necessarily true. It simply means that your bones are put together, or your joints rather, are put together in a different way than a person who can fold forward. could be something that can change. It might be muscle and fascia, tendon, ligament, tension. But oftentimes it's the way our joints are put together.
Last few breaths. And slowly and gently releasing. your time. There's no hurry. Told you. Show up. Show up. <laughs> oh my god. All right, so let's find our way into child's pose. Find child's pose. Breathe there for a moment. And then come up to all fours. And once you're up on all fours, you're going to step your right foot to the outside of your right hand. So right foot to the outside of your right hand. And then turn those toes out a little bit so they're pointed out to the right a bit. And then walk your hands forward so that your hips can sink toward the floor. need to slide your back leg away a little bit depending on where you started in the posture. Now if your back knee is complaining at all, make sure you put some padding under it, whether it's your towel or a blanket or you double up your mat. And if the front knee is complaining, adjust where the foot is, either bringing it closer or further from the body, turning it more out or more towards center. So the ideal space in the pose is you find a sense of your right leg dropping out to the right a little bit. So instead of the leg caving in toward the body, it drops away from that body slightly. And you can stay up on your arms or you can come down to your forearms. You can put your arms on a bolster or blocks. The idea is to let your hips be as heavy as possible. Let the hips be heavy. 
You can have the head neutral or you can let it hang. Notice what you feel. Notice where you feel it. So, Bracey, if you can bring this foot up to about here, even if you have to pull it forward with your hand. And then turn the toes in just a little bit, so it's just a slight turnout. Good. And then walk your hands forward, yeah. You actually have a lot of space in your hip, so you could slide your foot forward even more. <laughs> Good. And then just bring your heel this way and slide that. Good. And really let yourself sink into it. Awesome. Do you want something to go under your elbows? Maybe the bolster. So you put your forearms there. There you go. Just a few more breaths here. Maybe see if the hips can get a little heavier. Listening closely, you're going to press into your hands and your back foot. Hands and the back foot to slowly walk back. Once you feel the weight come out of the front foot, then you can slide the front foot back. Find all fours. Maybe take child's pose. Rest for a moment. Notice how your body automatically creates these sighing breaths in your yin practice. It's noticing the new space that's now available, and the body automatically breathes into that new space. All the cells start to spread out and take up a little more room. your way up to all fours and we'll take the other side of the lunge. So once you're at all fours, step your left foot to the outer left hand. So it's a nice long step forward. You can always grab the foot and lead it forward with the hand. 
Turn the toes out just a little bit to the left, nothing extreme. And then walk your hands forward so that your hips can sink toward the floor. Hips feel like the heavy point in the hammock when, when you sit in a hammock, that middle point where all the weight concentrates. You're going to feel like your hips are that point. Again, you can either choose to stay on straight arms or work your way to your forearms with or without a prop. Both knees should be in agreement with the pose. So the focus of the posture, of course, is the left hip and the back of the left thigh. So that's where the primary stretch or pull is taking place. But you might also feel secondary opening happening in the front of your right thigh into the hip. few breaths, let the hips drop with gravity. And slowly pushing through the hands and the back foot to shift the hips back. And then 
Once the front foot is light, find your way to all fours, pause, and then find your child's pose again. And rest. Remember when you're coming out of a yin posture, the response of the yin tissues feels very different from the response of a yang tissue muscle. The yin tissues tend to have this achy quality as they respond to the pull or the stretch. So honor that, knowing that that's part of it. If you've ever had braces on your teeth, you, you know that achy feeling of a yin stretch. <laughs> That's what the process of braces and straightening teeth does. It's a slow, sustained pull that literally changes the way that the bones are shaped. And this is the beauty of the yin practice. If we keep up with it, we can change our joints. We can change our quality of life. Find your way up to seated and have your bolster or a block or two handy. Using the prop is an option for this posture. So if it doesn't feel good with a prop, just remove the prop and put your feet on the floor. So, soles of the feet come together with the knees bent, like butterfly pose. And you can put the feet up on your bolster, your block. And the feet can be as close to the body or as far away as they need or want to be. And if for some reason that's just not working out, just get rid of the prop and put your feet on the floor. And then it's as simple as inhaling to lengthen the spine. Remember your spine has two ends. And then as you exhale, gently fold forward. You're going to be tempted to pull, but instead of pulling, just find gravity. Let your head go completely. This posture with the feet elevated gives you a little more emphasis on the sacrum, the very base of the spine, the low back. Also helps to open the hips. Some of the hamstrings. And the whole spine gets addressed in the forward bend. So let your head be very, very heavy. Let your back round with gravity. And if you're new to practicing yin, this might be intense sensation at first. 
Unless you have a specific spinal condition or if your body's telling you it's too much. Unless you're having one of those going on, then just surrender into the sensation, even though it might be strong. We have a tendency to want to fight the tension in our body. But when you push against something that's taut, what happens? It's going to break or snap. Instead, soften into it. Just find that sense of letting go into gravity.
One vertebra at a time, gently roll up. Keeping your chin on your chest until the last moment. And if you feel necessary, you can use the hands to gently assist the head up. Just breathe for a moment. slowly release. We're going to come onto our backs, but um, if you have a strap, take it with you. If you don't have a strap, I'm going to bring the bucket around and pass them out. Mm-hmm. So if your strap is already in a giant loop, great. If it's not, make a loop. You got one? Cool. And there is one trick strap somewhere in this batch, so if you get the one that when you put it in a loop it won't stay, let me know and we'll trade it out for you. Okay, so once you have your loop made, you can just come onto your back. Just rest for a minute here and breathe. Moving your spine and wind from that previous posture. Okay, so for our final posture tonight, you're going to take your strap and draw your right knee in toward your chest. Draw your right knee in, and then you're going to loop your strap around the ball of your right foot. Strap around the ball of the foot. And then the other end of the strap, making sure that you're not putting the buckle in contact with your body because that's going to get uncomfortable. The other end of the strap behind your head, just under the occiput, so kind of the shelf on the back of your skull, the part that we really love when our our body worker gets to that part. That's where you want to place it. And you can kind of run the strap up over your ears, kind of between the ears and the scalp. And then depending on the length of your legs and the tension in your hamstrings, you might have to adjust the strap so it's tighter or looser. And what we're going to look for is a balance point here so that when you let go gently of the weight of the leg, the head is held in place. And you can let go of your left leg, let it rest. 
If you feel like you're unable to find the balance point, raise your hand, I'll come by, help you out with it. Once you've found your balance point, just hang. Let your eyes close. The front body drop into the back body. Is your strap coming unlooped? I think you have this, the trick strap. There's one in the batch that just doesn't work. This is two looped together because they're shorter, but try this. If you need more length, you can just kind of pull on the buckle. And loosen up just like that. Let your jaw soften. Slowly and mindfully bring the hands to the strap so the head stays supported as you bend into your right knee. Lower the head down. And then unloop the strap. Rest for a moment on your back. Breathe.
you feel ready, you can exchange sides, looping the strap around your left foot and around the back of your head. Can you let go of here? What can you soften? Last few breaths. Slowly bringing your hands to the strap. Support the head as you bend the knee and lower the head down. And release 
releasing the strap and releasing the leg. Just pause here for a moment. <sighs> and then you're just going to hug your knees gently into your chest. Hug the knees and slowly round up so the nose and the knees move toward one another. Lift from your tailbone and your heart. And think about, as you spread your toes, also spreading your collarbones. Soften the face. And then gently bring the head down. And bring the feet down. And find your final shavasana, your final resting pose. Feet are at least as wide as the mat. Take the arms out a little bit away from your body and turn the palms up. Notice your jaw again and allow your jaw to soften. The jaw soften, let it hang. And be sure the jaw is soft. Notice your tongue. root of the tongue. Feel the tongue drop away from the palate. Dome of the mouth is exposed and spacious. Hang out in that spaciousness of the dome of the mouth. Notice the teeth. Let go of the roots of your teeth. Feel the gums melt and take up more space in the mouth. Notice the front layer of your body. 
Notice the front of your body. Let the front body drop into the back body. Rest. Slowly allowing the mind to return to body and breath. 
Bringing some gentle movement to your toes and your fingers. As you're ready, rolling onto your right side. Curling up, breathing. When you feel ready, you can make your way up, finding a comfortable seat. Sound the vibration of OM together three times. Realizing the ancient and wise space that this mantra of OM invokes or awakes within us. Deep breath in. through the nose, exhale through the mouth, ha, bring the hands together at the heart, as the palms join we connect left and right hemispheres of the body and the brain, it's a simple way to bring us to a state of balance. unites the inner and outer worlds, the yin and the yang, the divine masculine, the divine feminine. Acknowledging your own efforts for stepping onto the mat today. Realizing the ripple effect of your practice out into the world, permeating all that you do, all that you are, and all that you're becoming. Thank you so much for sharing in practice with me. Namaste.